You're listening to The Farah Podcast Starring Todd Perry If you're going to be an 11 foot tall hairy motherfucker You got to bring down some real coin You want to get some good high quality ass Buck Perez It's just a over the over the pants rub It's nothing big And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians Jeff Harmatz well, everybody's got to find a place in their life when they're going to learn how to cut a man the right way. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Todd Perry here, Buck Perez in the house. Todd, what to do? And on the from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, the uh, the gang of red shirts that we have come on the show uh, for you Star Trek fans is a uh, comic book artist, Jeff Harmetz. Hello, hello, Jeff. You look like hell. Thank you. I Gotta feel, say this. I uh, always look like hell. Uh, how is that any different than how I usually look? No, there's there's very, you know, <laughs> most of the time you come by, you look good. I mean, you might look a little unkempt and a li- little mm-hmm. uh, werewolfish. But, like, today, I, I noticed... Charles Manson. I noticed immediately, like, your posture was destroyed. Mm. You kind of glared, like, with one eye, kind of not going straight. Oh, boy. Like, mm. and, and I said, Jeff, I said, Jeff, you know... What happened? And you said you were up to 7 in the morning last night. 7 a.m. Now, you don't have any children. It's not like there's a baby crying. No, not at all. No mm. one's getting hurt by me staying up that late. Okay, you can. I, You know, but it's most of the time, it's, you know, staying up that late and, you know, probably up to no good. But I'm glad that you made it on the show today. I'm very glad to be here. He says that while pounding a Bud Light Platinum. Yes. That's like number yeah. four. <laughs> this guy's going nowhere. I've got problems, Buck. <laughs> Yesterday, it was my uh, 37th birthday. Oh, I'm sorry. I was up at 7 a.m. too. At work. Ooh, boy. Motherfucker. <laughs> On a Sunday. I should have been in church. Yeah. That's where I would have been, Jeff. Thank you. Well, I was staying up because I was so excited to go to church. Is that what it was? You're all stoked. You just you couldn't sleep? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, church is coming up. Got to get to Mass. Wow. I believe Lent is starting. Or Advent. What's it? Advent, right? Yeah, the 40 so. days? I think so, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's my birthday yesterday. I turned 37, which oh, shit. I'm no longer an old young man. I'm a young old man, I've decided. By the way, happy birthday, sir. No problem. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. <laughs> well, I didn't get the call on my birthday, so I don't feel so bad. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. <laughs> We're dudes. That's the yeah. joy of being a dude is not yeah. having to deal with this shit. But you look great for your age, by the way. Do I? Yes, you do. Thank you. Thank you. I think I do. I think I asked. I think yesterday I was at a bar. I was at a bar. I don't have to think about it. I Wait, know I you was at, were at a bar? I was at multiple bars throughout the day, and I was nice. I was drunk having a Manhattan at Roxanne's in Long Beach, and the, the bartender was kind of a cute gal. And I just stood there, and I, I looked at her dead in the eye, and I said, how old do you think I am? <laughs> don't worry about potentially offending me. I just want to know, how old do you think I am? And then she stood there, and she kind of... <laughs> craned her jaw back and forth. Yeah, because you sounded like Dracula. <laughs> How old do you think I am? <laughs> How old do you think I am? I come from miles exactly. just to have a drink. And I do not drink wine. But how old do I look? <laughs> and then she sat there and she studied me and she said, well, Vlad... <laughs> Ah, 35. And then I felt horrible. I'm like, I always thought I looked young for my age. It's like, I knew, I knew the moment I started gaining weight in life was the moment people stopped making skinny jokes. Or like, right. if I made a joke about like, oh, I feel fat today. And then people stopped laughing. 
<laughs> like it was no longer funny. <laughs> right, right. And it's just, it's the same thing. Like I always look young for my age. No, no more do I. Hat or no hat? Oh, were you rocking a hat at the time or no? I I don't think that's important information. Hat. Oh, I think it's pertinent. I just Be- wanted to use that word. Because my, my male pattern baldness is now age appropriate <laughs> at 37. I just look like a 37-year-old dude, but when I was balding at 25, I was like, oh, it's kind of sad. Hmm. It's still sad. I'm Wait, sorry. Well, <laughs> I think you look young. I'd say 32, 33, but not 20-something. Yeah. You know, come yeah, on. Well, come on. You know. got to give it up. But, uh, you know, yeah, you, you look you know, younger, youngish. Maybe if I had some spanks on. Like a fine. <laughs> there you go. You, you would look good. Yeah. You look good. You're like a fine surf rider, Albarino, 2011. You are aging nicely. Yes, Buck brought, brought in some wine today oh, yes. for us to drink. So while we'll, we'll be drinking wine, discuss, we'll be having Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> Maybe I'll mix it in my wine. Yeah, it's uh, quite the bouquet. Bud, Bud Wine Platinum. Uh, on today's show, we're going to discuss uh, some cryptozoological erotica. We're going to discuss that. Huh? What? What is that? We'll, 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 we'll find out, Buck. Uh, an audience that said, what, what, what's that? Yeah. What's Todd talking about? Usually I get what they're talking about on this show. Now I have no idea. They've gone over my head. And that's this- a $7 word. I thought the name of the show was Far In, not Far Out. You're tripping me out right now, man. We should change it to Far In. That's what I'm saying. Because it's so far out, the way out is in, so says George Harrison. But we're going to talk oh. about that, and then we're going to talk about, for the third time on this show, because this is an inexhaustible topic, <clears throat> which is socially awkward situations. And so we all we all live with them, we all have them, and we want to help you get you through uh, socially awkward shit you have to deal with on a daily basis. It's tough times, and it's tough to believe that we've done this three times. I don't remember. <laughs> but <laughs> it seemed all fresh to me. I think the worst thing. Sent me I, the email, and I'm like, oh, all right. I I sent Buck an email about another topic we're doing during this session, and after you do, you know, we're on our 210th show or whatever. You you after 70, you kind of start forgetting what you've done. And so right. I have to Google sometimes to find out if we've done a topic or not. Right. But I, I asked Buck, uh, hey, Buck, have we done this topic before? I don't think we have. And then Buck goes, I don't think so. <laughs> but then I thought, eh, he probably doesn't remember what we talked about <laughs> on the last show. What good, did we talk, what did we talk about? Instincts. On the, what did we talk about <laughs> on the last show, Buck? Wow. Um, Jeff was on it. And we talked about, No. You can't yeah, look at know. your phone, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it was about something about horses, right? And we're talking about like how to plow a field. Yeah, it was. Uh, f- uh, it was a list verse. Top ten ways to uh, plow a field. Wow. Yeah. So maybe that's why I tuned out. <laughs> Just stop listening to my own show. It's it's weird listening to your own show, right? Yeah. I always feel it's weird when I pull up to like a drive-through. Yeah, and I'm listening to it, and then the guys, I'm, ta- I'm like getting a bean and cheese burrito. Like, I like a bean and cheese burrito. And in the background, you hear, one time I took LSD. And it's, <laughs> and it's your own voice? Yes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, the person in there is like, who's this egomaniac? <laughs> yeah. Busted himself. Yeah, like, oh, you're like laughing at yourself. That's always the bad one. You're do you like, put on mm. the podcast when you're having sex? Like, do you like to listen to yourself <laughs> talk while you're doing it? Nice. No, no, my wife doesn't like it either. She, you know, she doesn't want to hear my ass, especially my jokes. Yeah, she doesn't listen to your show, huh? She has no idea. She just, every once in a while, she comes in and looks at us oddly and goes, do you have a beer? And then walks out. Like, anybody who's ever heard my wife on the show probably thinks I'm dating like a, a Stepford wife zombie. She's much more animated than that normally, especially oh, yeah. when she's mad. But uh, t- today, uh, 
my wife my wife is uh, mostly Irish, but she has the Polish in her. And I was joking because I was going to go with an old school racial stereotype joke. And I was putting together this big, um, what do you call it? Like a, a printer, like a, a printer, I don't know, cabinet or a printer stand for my mother. Sure. And I was like, well, and it was all these things and pieces of wood to screw together and all these screws and all this shit. And I said, well, we'll find out if I have any Pollock in me, you know, if I fuck it up. Wow. And Why then, did you go there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, wow. And so then about halfway through, I ended up doing something completely backwards and screwing in the wrong pieces. And uh, my wife just goes, yeah, looks like you got some Pollock in you. That's nice. backwards. I was like, fuck. There you go. I got to start over. So. I remember being in Europe in 98, being on a train, and we were going to Poland. We were going there. <laughs> and some guy, drunk as fuck, like, comes in, bursts in our thing. He's like, ah, sit here you know sits right next to me i'm trying to fucking sleep and fucking i am yes i am polak that's all I <laughs> hey, you just laugh like, yes for us it was like the most hilarious <laughs> thing like we were cracking up and i'm just like fucking he was for real and he of he course the realest polak yeah he was all proud about it and of course the ticket guys come in the middle of the night to get your ticket you know make sure you're there they come and of course he doesn't have shit and he's like looking at us and stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Literally, in the middle of fucking nowhere, they dropped his ass. Like, really? like they literally stopped the train somewhere and just dropped his Holy ass. Holy shit. Yeah, and Get he off the drunk. train, Polak. Yeah. <laughs> he's lucky they stopped. I am Polak. <laughs> and of course, we're all just fucking crying. Because why is it funny to us, though? Because he seemed real proud. Uh, you know, it took me back a sec. Like, Yo, maybe he's really proud to be Polak, but that's cool. Like, you don't know how your people are known in America. Right, exactly. And I don't even know, I'm like, I don't know if I've ever met anyone that was a Polak that was more dumb than anybody <laughs> else, but they've they've earned that somehow, right? My cousin is a Polak. Damashevitz. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. When we went to Poland, he had an in. He had an in? Yeah, he had an in. So, yeah. My people are from here. <laughs> Poland. Polak. <laughs> See every time I don't know why. <laughs> I would, I, that would, sounds like you know you have the movie I Am Legend. <laughs> I Am Polak would be very good. Oh yeah, I think Will Smith could do it too. Oh yeah, you yeah. know again just re rehash that shit, reboot it. <laughs> I am Polak. So I got a news article here, and it says, "Meet the stay-at-home mom who makes thirty thousand dollars per month." From her Bigfoot porn novels. Okay. That headline reads like something you'd see on like a, a, a telephone pole. Right. <laughs> Make 30K a, a month. <laughs> Writing Bigfoot porn. Yeah. <laughs> From within the tufts of matted hair, the creature released a huge pale cock that defied logic. That purple-headed prose sprang from the mind of Virginia Wade, a stay-at-home mother from Parker, Colorado, who stumbled upon a way to make huge sums of money from Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing. This bitch freaky. The quote is from Come for Bigfoot, a, beds, a bestseller in the subgenre of cryptozoological erotica, a.k.a. monster porn or monster erotica, which I, li- I like. That's going to be the, the name of my dance album, monster yeah, erotica. Like monster mash, monster erotica. Wade has published 16 short stories about messing with Sasquatch, in addition to less successful erotica about pirates and dark lords. She told Business Insider that she makes up to 30 grand a month in Amazon sales alone from her Come for Bigfoot series. (laughs) It still pulls in six grand per month during slower times. 
Why the hell am I still typing when I could be writing dinosaur porn, says the author. So basically, what happened was, to make a long story short, she started this and then uh, eventually, because there was a lot of, uh, you know, it's kind of a dirty title, that Amazon said, you know what, you gotta, you gotta switch the name to, from come to Bigfoot, <laughs> come for Bigfoot to moan for Bigfoot. Oh, that's oh. grosser. Is it? I don't know. Might be grosser. I, and whenever I see cum spelt C-U-M, it's just automatically like the grossest That's thing. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, because it, it puts it puts semen in such a negative light. Or no, it's not really semen because she's coming, which I always think is weird. I don't think, I feel like I, I got a whisper saying this, but I don't think women can, they don't like cum. They like orgasm, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I cum, you know? <laughs> you got you to gotta whisper that shit, please. Like, Keep feel, that shit down, man. I don't want Orlando's kids here next door hearing yeah, me say this. Right. But yeah, like, you know, it's like if a woman says, oh, you know, I got hard. No, you didn't. You, you, you get wet or something. I don't know. Moist. <laughs> yeah. Plus, there's moaners and then there's screamers. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, what about the whole screaming crowd? Scream for Bigfoot. <laughs> I think that'd be a better title. And it just sounds like something actually that like a little kid would want to read, though. Scream for Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I started yeah, thinking... Yeah, moan is good. This, yeah, this is, is obviously, like, I'm assuming the people buying this are women because men tend not to read adult novels. You know, they look at pictures, mm. but they don't get, like, taken away or they don't go to take a bubble bath and read an erotic right. novel. <clears throat> we need to just fucking see it. Just yeah. Cut out the middleman. I just want to see that shit. Like, I want to see pictures of Bigfoot naked in, like, a pornographic sense. He's always naked. Yeah. Do you ever see Bigfoot wearing trousers? <laughs> No, no, not usually. No, that's a good point. Okay, so again, on her novel, her his dick not hairy. No, I guess you know it's yeah. it's in the tufts of hair. So he he spreads his hair out like a like a like a, like a Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that's how Wookies fuck. Come for Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whole subgenre we could be hitting, dude. Yeah, what are we doing here? We should be writing these novels. Come for Chewbacca. <laughs> Cranking them out. And so I was thinking though, but I I don't I it's obviously women. Do you think gay men do gay men read erotica? Or are they even more horny than straight men that they would just never bother? I don't think they would read the I I mean with the way that they got the grinder these days. Mm. Uh, they you got know. that grinder. Yeah. Why read a book when you could just be like fucking three dudes? Yeah, that's true. Wow. Um, so, and then also, and like, if you think about it this way, also, it seems like the women, it's not like, I don't think they're being romanced by Bigfoot. I think you're just out in the jungle, and then he tracks you down, like he, he smells you. He's like, wow. Like, and then the woman's like, what, what, what's going on? And he's like, oh, oh, and he goes to the wilderness, and he finds this woman, and usually, I'm assuming he like probably attacks or does some kind of rape on the woman right that's what i'm saying is it is it like wookie rape or i'm sorry bigfoot rape yeti rape yeah i mean it, it's not like uh what's it called uh 40 shades of gray like you know no not not like erotic like that this is like you know like you said rape porn so that's that seems weird how Especially. smart is the sasquatch in these books like can he have a conversation can he string words together can he like, romance them yeah yes that's yes. the question does he take them back to like some place in the forest where there's like a tree stump in the middle, and then there's like wine on like he's a got gingham. flowers. He's you got know, fl- and, he but, picked uh, himself, but they're like organic flowers, right. yeah, from like the area, oh, like uh, Wicket sweet. giving to Sindel in the Ewok movies. 
You guys didn't watch that? That's Richard, yeah. Also, what? we could go with this Star Wars thing. We could also have, you know, come for Wicket. Oh. You know, or like oh. moan for Logre. Wow. Or, uh, you know. Uh, what's the guy, my favorite guy? I like the uh, the bandaged man, the bounty hunter. What's his name? Boba, Boba Fett? Fett? No, the one he's next to Boba Fett. He's like covered in bandages. Bosk? Not Bosk. Bosk is an animal type thing. Okay. Uh, I forget his name. Sorry, it'll come to me. Wow. He has like the turban over his eye? Yeah, that guy. Like he, like he's really bad at wrapping a turban. It's like when my wife, she gets out of the shower and she can do the whole head wrap thing, but then I try to do it and it just ends up falling on my shoulders. Yeah. You know, I walk into walls. Why would you do the head wrap? Well, you know, I, I just want... <laughs> I'm keeping my head dry. But this woman goes on to say, you know, I just started cranking them out. If there was a market there for monster sex, I was going to give it to them. She even brought in her family to help with the workload. My dad, who's an English instructor, was my editor. My mom did the German translations. Oh, I'm sure the Germans love this shit. This is incestual. Ich bin Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. Was it Scheißefutten? An old show. Wiener Schnitzel. Bigfoot. That's all I know. Hail. Bigfoot. That'd be like hail for Bigfoot. <laughs> huh. Hello, Fraulein. Uh, so I, I decided, and going with this theme of me being a writer, well, f- well first I, I, I thought, oh, well, I'd like to play, maybe read some of Moan for Bigfoot on the show. Like That would be fun. We'd oh. enjoy that. But then I realized I was going to have to fork over cash to get the book, and I don't have one of the, these Kindles or e-readers or any of that weird shit that people read books on. I don't have one. A computer? Mm-hmm. I do have a computer, but I don't, I don't want to pay for the book. I don't want to... She's making 30 grand a year, okay? Mm. She doesn't need any of my money, you know, when I'm just trying to, you know, I don't know, maybe get off. Sorry. Um, so I, I decided, well, maybe I'll just write a passage that I thought might be in the book, right? And then I thought, you know, but I, I don't really have a good bedroom voice. You know, I don't have that. And Buck, I'm sorry, I, I don't think you do either. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I can never hear <laughs> this Buck. This is re- crushing. <laughs> like, 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 Buck, say, uh, yeah. he, I, I, I knelt down to his purple-headed warrior. I knelt down to his purple-headed warrior? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, see, I hit it that wrong. Really, yeah, I hit it wrong. Jeff, warrior? Jeff? Can, uh, he knelt down to his purple-headed warrior. I, I don't know. That sounds too nerdy. Yeah. It sounds like you're, you're, you're leading a D&D group, not, not, not Bigfoot porn. Hmm. So I said, who do I know out of my friends that has like a great bedroom voice? And you heard him on a couple shows ago. My buddy Patrick Stewart was on talking to me about my uh, <clears throat> baldness, the actor from Star Trek The Next Generation, X-Men, Dune, you know, the, the bald-headed stud. Yeah. So actually, and Patrick was really into it. He, you know, he's looking into new avenues for his career. He's always been open to that. Yeah. yeah, so I just decided, hey, uh, let's let's let me let me collaborate with Patrick, and then maybe, hey, in the audience, let's let's just say you're moved down below by by what I've written. Don't feel bad about it, okay? You might just be opening yourself up to a whole new way of experiencing your inner erotic self. And huh. maybe you want to, you know, come for Bigfoot. You know, who knows? So I've got this piece here. I'm going to play it for the guys. So. Moan for Bigfoot. 
I have to admit that champagne always gets me a little dizzy and a little frisky, but what happened next was something I never expected. After a long candlelit dinner, Bigfoot asked if I want to accompany him back to his apartment. I nodded yes and giggled like a little schoolgirl. Before I knew it, I was in the front seat of Bigfoot's Mercedes C-Class convertible. He looked so powerful, changing the gears on his car. As we flew through the streets, the wind blew the long, luscious hair on his face. He but but quit quit touching yourself, okay? This is come on, we're we're all come guys. Go in the go in the back room, okay? I go. feel like we're roommates at this point. Show two hundred solidified. So I mean, you know, masturbatory actions is okay in front right jeff come I'm, on i'm very good with it I'm back get, me I'm up a kick out of watching it so. back me up all right can we uh, it's just a over the over the pants rub it's nothing big nothing I'm big just, it's, it just makes me uncomfortable just don't wear pants all right let's get back to it all right the wind blew the long luscious hair on his face he slowly took his hand off the gear shift and onto my thigh at first, I tensed up, but when he looked me in the eye with that knowing, furled brow, I knew I was in good hands. I immediately relaxed. I began to feel a throbbing tension between my thighs. Bigfoot lived in a penthouse in a beautiful building on Fifth Avenue. When I walked in, he had rose petals strewn across the floor. Smooth jazz played on his sound system. He put another glass of champagne in my hand and escorted me to his bedroom. I laid on his bed, waiting for him to take me. I wanted to be ravaged like a rag doll. I wondered to myself, would his penis be too large for me? Will it hurt? Part of me hoped it hurt a little. He slowly removed his bow tie, then his tuxedo shirt, and his pants. He got down to his underwear. Shockingly, he was a boxer's man. Then he laid his hairy self atop me. He smelled of a beautiful fragrance. He got close to penetrating me, and then he let out a howl, and that shook me to my foundations. He shook fiercely. His hair stood up on his back, and then he rolled over. He was done. That quickly. I'm sorry, he said sheepishly. This never usually happens. I'm so ashamed. Bigfoot then lit up a cigarette and laid back on the bed. I put my clothes back on, promptly left his apartment, and called a cab. When I got home, I watched old episodes of Beauty and the Beast on Hulu. I never spoke to Bigfoot again. I think I can get into this genre of writing. I feel very comfortable writing in it. You got a knack. I like Bigfoot as a player. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking play a pimp. I mean, you know, Big Butt's... Big Butt? <laughs> big Butt? Bigfoot's all about making money, you know? Like, yeah. He knows. I mean, if if you're going to be a big 11-foot-tall hairy motherfucker, you got to bring down some real coin in order to get some good, high-quality ass. I found it a little difficult writing from the perspective of a woman. <laughs> and that was kind of the biggest challenge to doing this piece, but... To me, it was flawless. Yeah. I mean, oh, shit. Yeah? yeah, you were in the mind of... A female? How, how did how did that go? You know, I the, the, the you problem. wanted you wanted it to hurt a little bit. I think was the line that got me. Yeah, yeah, that was very funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, think about it though. I mean, if she's getting with Bigfoot, then she wants to be ravaged right. in a certain way. Like, there's nothing like, uh, you know, I just just want the tip of Bigfoot. It's an it's a all in game. Sure. And uh, yeah, so maybe maybe we can look forward to further stuff. You know, maybe if there's some other monsters out there. Maybe here's the deal. Audience, listener, 
Do you have a sexual fetish that no one's catering to in writing? Mm. Do you have something that maybe you'd like to explore and you'd like to read it and you'd like to have some alone time? Maybe, hey, email us, show at faroutpodcast.com and maybe me and Patrick can get together to make your erotic dreams come true. Wow. Now, we and were, Patrick's just on retainer like that with us. No, he's just a homie. Like, he's I'm not awesome. paying him. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Patrick, what's going on? Hello, boy. <laughs> and then maybe we'll get, maybe I'll do my vampire voice and then mm-hmm. we'll get Patrick involved in that too. He can play like a sexy, slutty schoolgirl and I will play the count. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it, right? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. We've been doing stupid shit on this show for fucking like four years. <laughs> People still listen. I don't get it. All right, let's close up the show. You know, we were going to do socially awkward stuff, but we're getting uh, a little long in the show uh, oh. for this one. So we're going to do I that. Did, I did prep. We're going to do it next show. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're going to do it next show, but it's going to be an hour and a half long show if we do two things. You got it. We got to, you know, we only have so much time to record. We'll move it to the next show. And uh, I got a news story. Far out news. Why can't you share your bit? Glendale police have arrested a 16-year-old girl in connection with the strangulation death of a Phoenix man during what she claimed to be a consensual sex act, officials <clears> said. Shit happens. Serious, <laughs> man. You're just end the, end the show right there. <laughs> Shit happens. Police were called on Saturday at about 5.45 p.m. on a report of an injured person in an apartment. What they found instead was a dead 43-year-old man, officials said. Oh. Sergeant Jay O'Neill, a Glendale spokesperson, Glendale PD spokesperson, said that the dead person, Jason Ash, had several cuts to his body and a cord around his neck. Hmm. What kind of cord? I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm thinking maybe extension cord, power cord, you know. When Not I, like a toaster. When I do it, I use an orange extension cord, 18, 18 inches. Oh, you use one from feet, sorry. Home Depot? Yes. Well, you really, you really, no, eight, like 18 to, feet, are you like I one like of those to, long neck women in I Africa? Like, I like to keep it under uh, wraps. I go to Smart and Final and get a shit ton. Oh. So they don't question over there. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of Buck tying the cord around his neck, and yeah. he's got 18 feet, and yeah. he starts running with his dick <laughs> in his hand. I just want and, a lot of room. And then eventually right. he runs out of room and just gets yanked by his neck. And <laughs> I like, you He gets like mini hung, but he has a real, he gets a real kick out of it. So he just keeps going until he I'm finishes. Like a dumb dog. Yeah. It's like a, a running bungee <laughs> jump. Yeah. You know, they have those, uh, those handcuffs that are like covered in like the feather, like a boa kind of thing, like oh, an sure. erotic handcuff. Mm. You should start a line of uh, erotic extension cords. Ah, oh, there you go. Man, this guy's all business. <laughs> I, he's, yeah. You got it, Jeff. Yeah. Police say the 16-year-old had fled the apartment before our officers arrived. She was taken into custody at a neighboring unit. The teenager later <laughs> confessed to strangling Ash during a sex act and then also cutting him. Police are not releasing her mm. name because it's not yet clear if she'll be charged as an adult. Police said the investigation is ongoing. Now, I, when I read this story, I decided to bring it to the show because I had a good thought about this. Hmm. And that, Okay, you're the 43-year-old guy. And you're going in and you're getting into some bondage with a 16-year-old girl. First of all, that's illegal, but we're not going to judge everybody on, on that right now. My, my thing is... That didn't even come to my mind. Yeah. No? <laughs> really, no. The whole... Yeah. A lot of oh, other that's, things. That's illegal. Us. Oh, my God. That is illegal. And, yeah. and then the thing is, if you're getting into risky sexual behavior, um, buddy... If she's 16, she's not going to be experienced. Like she, He's working with an amateur right. in a very sensitive situation. That's why you know it's this guy, not her, 
because he's the one. I, I would think that him being 40, he's, you know, a little pent up. She's yeah. inexperienced. Right. She's not cutting you on the first time. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to cut you right. She's not going to cut you the right way. Like a 40-year-old right. woman that's yeah, true. done a lot of strangling, a lot of cutting, the whole bit. She's going to know exactly. Everybody's got to learn how to wear, everybody's got to find a place in their life when they're going to learn how to cut a man the right way. So maybe <laughs> she was just, she was starting early and getting... You know, she had to earn her her merit badge. Yeah. You know, just like the movie, it's that awkward moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that awkward moment. Yeah. It looks so shitty. And then also, the funny thing was, I was talking to a buddy, and I had no idea this was so common. Huh. I won't reveal the buddy's name, but he goes, you know, speaking of socially awkward moments, he's like, when 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 you're you're with a woman, and it's the first time you're getting with her, and she says, you know, choke me. He mm. and I was like, I couldn't do it. You know? I've never been in that situation, fortunately. Yeah, but when yeah. It, it, you're in the moment. You're like, oh, well, then you go, oh. But maybe it's going to ruin the whole night, and you're not going to get any if you don't choke. Mm. But I would not feel comfortable choking a woman under any circumstances. Yeah. Mm. Unless, you know, she didn't have my money. <laughs> Which... Because, yeah, once you transact, that's it. You know, so you fucking choke. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Todd Perry going to have to choke a bitch. <sighs> you got to choke it. Gotta choke it. You gotta choke it. That's gonna be Buck's. Uh... <laughs> My newest catchphrase: Gotta choke it. Yeah. it. It could go a lot of different ways, you know. Yeah, Sometimes you got to choke it. <laughs> there you go. I like to thank everybody for listening to the Faro Podcast. I like to thank Buck Perez. Hey, thank you. I like to thank the great Jeff Harmatz. Gracias. And I'm Todd Perry saying, uh, "Choke it easy." Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. She's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day I want to tell her that I love her a lot, but I gotta get a belly full of wine I'm mad, she's a pretty nice girl, someday I'm gonna make her mine, oh yeah Someday I'm gonna make her mine